Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. Uh, Well, as this uh, recording is going to be posted, it's going to be May 4th. Uh, So I always say, may the 4th be with you. If you're a a sci-fi fan, you'll get that. Uh, And also, if you're a Lutheran or a Catholic, I'm sure your response will be, and also with you. So happy May 4th. Okay. Today we're talking about dashed expectations. Uh, This is a normal part of life. It's pretty regular almost every single day. What do you do when you have an expectation for something or someone or yourself and it doesn't go as planned? Okay. There's a thinking process to this. So I'm going to give you a series of eight questions. You're going to want to write these down. So if you're doing something active, driving, whatever, um, just come back later and write down these questions. When you notice that you have, uh, you know, had a dashed expectation. So usually that shows up as a feeling of disappointment or sometimes anger or frustration. Okay. So let's say you have disappointment, right? What is your disappointment? What is it actually, right? Think about that. That's your first question. What is the disappointment? And then the second question is, what was my expectation? Because we have, you can't have a feeling of disappointment unless you've expected something, right? So you had an expectation that something would happen. It didn't. And now you're disappointed. So identify the disappointment. What was my expectation? Why did I have that expectation? Okay. So thinking about where did that come from? Many times the expectation you have are, you know, uh, it's an, it's a unconscious, unwritten, unknown kind of thing, right? So maybe you have a certain expectation of your children, uh, because that was how you were parented. And until you really identify, oh my gosh, yeah, I do have that expectation of them and, and know where it comes from. You, you can't decide, is this something that I truly expect from them? And if so, how can I share that? Right? So why was that an expectation? Uh, usually I go into like, you know, what's your value? Because, uh, th- it's usually a very value based thing. So if you expect your child to say or do a certain thing and they do not, there's usually a value around that. Okay. Um, the next question is, is this realistic? Is your expectation realistic? You cannot assume that it is. Many times our expectations are coming from a place of fear or limitation or lack. Sometimes they're actually, yes, this is a really good expectation. Uh, You know, like I expect that my 17 year old will uh, email, text, call, communicate in some fashion to let me know where he's going and what's happening. That's a safety thing, right? However, for me to expect that he's going to do that for every single thing he does, uh, yeah, that, that might be a little much. So we want to ask, is this realistic? Because sometimes just asking that question can be a a game changer. We can realize, okay, maybe I'm asking too much from this person or maybe yourself. 
You know, many of us have had disappointments in ourselves because our expectations are so high. Can't even tell you how many times clients have said, oh my gosh, Michelle, I've got X, Y, and Z to do today. And I'm just so tired. And you talk to them and it's like, well, you can't do those things today. You are in such a low space. Your brain is not going to be able to tolerate what you're asking it to do. So you're having a, an unrealistic expectation on yourself, which is always going to give you a disappointment. Okay. So once you figure out, is this realistic or not? Um, then you ask, what do you want instead? So if it's a realistic expectation, so I'll use that example with my son. Okay. This is a realistic expectation that I, as your mother, uh, know at some point in 15 hours where you are. I don't need to know all the things that you're doing or what you're, what, who you're hanging out with or whatever, but I do need to know where you're at and what's going on and when you're going to be home. So if that expectation has been dashed, now I'm going to use that feeling of disappointment to say, hey, listen, uh, we need to do something about this, right? And so we have a conversation and we lay out the, the, the rules or expectations, okay? So that's actually really good. However, if you identify that this is an unrealistic expectation, now what? What do you want instead? So maybe you've realized, oh, I'm expecting way too much from my child or myself. What do I want instead? Maybe you want to back off a little bit on that expectation. Maybe you did realize, whoa, I, I was expecting that because my mother expected that of me, but I don't really expect that out of my kids. Oh, well, what do I want instead? Okay. Once you've asked that question, the next one is, what do you want to do about that? And sometimes your doing is nothing. Because if you've realized, I have a feeling of disappointment uh, because I expected too much of myself, uh, because I thought that, you know, other people would love me if I did X, Y, and Z, that's unrealistic. I want to love myself more. What do you want to do? Oh, I'm going to go cancel this meeting for today because it's not going to be productive. Perfect. Okay. Sometimes there is an action step like speaking up for a boundary, right? The next thing is, you know, where can I adjust my thinking? So that is kind of a doing thing as well. But, uh, you know, where do I need to adjust my thinking about this situation? So, Oftentimes, especially with kids, you know, as they're learning and growing and developing and, and figuring life out, you know, the kids are going to screw up. It's okay. We screw up too, right? And so it's unrealistic to think that, uh, that your child is not going to screw up. I love the one meme that says, um, just when you think your child would never, here they come nevering like never before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you know, your, your children are not angels. They're, they're human beings and it's okay for them to screw up. That's a part of life. How can you adjust your thinking? So if, if there's, you know, your kids are screwing up, is there a way for you to say, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is normal. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now doesn't mean you have to let it sit like that. You can have conversations, you can help support them, but you may have to adjust your thinking. And then the last question is, how can I move forward from this? You know, the old adage, get down, uh, fall down seven times, get back up eight. No, no, 
let's stop doing that. Okay. Because inherent in that assumption is that you're going to make the same mistakes seven times in a row. No, we want to make new mistakes. <laughs> okay. I'm all for making mistakes, but let's make new ones. So if you fall down seven times in a row, before you get up the eighth time, I want you to ask yourself, hmm, why have I fallen down seven times in a row? Why have I done this seven times and I haven't made a change? That's what we're getting at here. Okay. May the fourth be with you. Have your power, you know, um, step into that and say, hey, I've had a dashed expectation. I'm feeling pretty disappointed. Let me do my thinking around this first and see, is there a change in me? Is there a change in my expectations? Is there a change in my doing that's actually going to make this better for me and for others? I.e., fall down once, think, and then get up and go make new mistakes. Okay? The same is true. You know, I, I had somebody come the other day and, and she, she just got a new job a few months ago and, um, the honeymoon effect has worn off. Okay. Uh, she realizes, oh my gosh, this might not be the place for me. And so she's experiencing these disappointments almost on a daily basis. So we've run through this process with her. And one of the things that she's doing is she's actually finding, oh, I am adjusting my expectations of what I think it means to be in the workplace. And she is making a plan um, for two to three years down the road to be out and building her own uh, business kind of, kind of based on, on uh, where she's at right now. So now instead of coming in and saying, I'm going to be, you know, the best employee here and, you know, I'm going to rise to the top. She realizes, oh, this is my learning grounds. Uh, this is my classroom so that I can jump out and do things on my own. So she's taking her disappointments, learning from them, adjusting, and also gathering lessons so that when she's out on her own, she can use it to her advantage. Okay. You see how, how different that is than showing up every day and just being disappointed. That that's not an energy we want to live in. What about if you are in a group project with coworkers, right? You, you're working on something together. You're trying to get a program launched or, you know, you're, you're doing a project together. Uh, that group work, right? Remember, remember that from uh, being in high school and you're like, oh, who were you as the group member in high school? I was the overachiever. I was the one that was just like, give, give me the work. I'll just do it. You guys go play, have fun. Let me just do this. Right. <laughs> but it's easy to be disappointed when we're in a group. This is a great, um, process for you after you're working with the group to kind of step back and go, okay, hmm, I can learn and grow here. I can change my thinking. All right. A little mental gymnastics can help you break through, um, decrease any suffering and increase peace. Okay. Try it. I promise you it will work for you. Okay. If you have tried this at least three times and it doesn't work for you, email me. Let's set up a chat. We'll talk about this. Okay. All right. May the fourth be with you.
And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.